This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You family, Michelle Abraham, your host here today. And I am so excited to bring you an awesome Ask Me Expert interview today. I have got Jessica Cox with me today. Uh, it sounds like Scotch, so we call her Jessica Koch, right? <laughs> Did Jessica I say that right? Did I got that right, Jessica? Yeah, Koch, Koch like Scotch. You got it, Jessica Koch. Like Scotch. I always remember the rhyme, so that's how I can remember to say it right. <laughs> I love it. So uh, well, first we'll say hi to Jessica, and then I'll tell you a little bit more about her. How are you doing, Jessica? I am awesome, and I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited to be here, too. Jessica just spent all day with us last week at Potapalooza. She was an interviewing a rock star. You interviewed so many people throughout the day. It's the second time you've come to Potapalooza. You already signed up for the next two Potapaloozas. You're mm-hmm. hooked on Potapalooza. And I love that about you because you're so open to interviewing everyone on your show. So tell us a little bit about your podcast and, and what it's called. So it's called Profound Professionals. And I did start it about five years ago. And the concept was I was out there virtually networking uh, far before the pandemic um, and meeting just so many amazing, blow my mind, brilliant experts globally and thought, you know, I want to share these people with other people. So I decided to do the podcast. These experts specialize in helping someone improve their life or grow their business. And I decided when I started to do this, it really was just because I loved it. and. I thought, you know, if I'm going to spend the time and energy to do a podcast because I love it, I um, am a big fan of multiple wins. So one of the foundation pieces of the show is that our guests all share a cause that is close to their heart that they care about. Um, And so we're taking this time and energy to put this podcast out and feature them and feature me, essentially. And also then taking a moment of pause to spread awareness about some beautiful, amazing causes I didn't even know existed. As I've done this over the course of the years, I've learned about so many things that help so many people with so many different unique and special needs um, that it's been just a beautiful story. So that's that's our show. Wow, that's so awesome. And I love that you've just connected with so many amazing people through Potapalooza. So mm-hmm. uh, what a cool way that you can get a whole bunch of episodes uh, done and meet a whole bunch of incredible people all at the same time. So uh, mm-hmm. so glad to have you on our featured podcasters team at Potapalooza, which is super awesome. Uh, let me tell you guys a little bit more about Jessica. So Jessica has been a national sales professional for more than 25 years. She's worked with Fortune 1000 clients like Disney and Verizon. And with um, national power, utilities, hospitals, governments, universities, colleges, so many unique and awesome um, places that she's coordinated and work with. Um, and Jessica, you've successfully trained and managed multiple sales teams nationally uh, that were always consistently in the top producers on their teams. Um, you speak all over the world um, and you've been featured on so many podcasts. And now you have a company um, that really helps specializing 
in supporting entrepreneurs um, with all things of a virtual team. And I'll, I'll leave it at that because I know there's a lot we can dive into with this here. I think one of the mm-hmm. things that our entrepreneurs that are listening today are sitting at home. Some of them still thinking about doing a podcast. Some of them jumped into podcasting. Some of them are at the beginning stages of their entrepreneurial journey. And I know when you first start being an entrepreneur, it's so easy to do, be the one man show and do absolutely everything yourself. And that is the one road to disaster, if we, in my opinion, <laughs> because I've, and I'm, I can only say that with love because I've done that several times to myself where I try to do it all because I'm trying to save money. And in the end of the day, I just like, oh, just crash and burn and need to find some support when, and support should have come a little sooner than it did. So take us to why you started helping entrepreneurs with this, with these, with these tasks that we think we can do ourselves. Let's see. The why uh, starts a little bit out there. I, I won't go too far out there, but um, I, before, years ago, before my company even started, which has been around, my firm, my consulting firm has been around for about seven years now. I was driving down the road and the sky was just like those beautiful cotton candy clouds. Like they, they look so thick and fluffy. You could just reach out and pick them, you know, it was just beautiful. And I was driving along and you know how you kind of get into that meditative state. Mm-hmm. And for me, sometimes you, I, it's a really great place for me to um, connect this spiritually and almost meditate some, okay, I know I'm driving, but uh, <laughs> so far so good. My husband says angels protect my car and I, I'm, I'm good. So, <laughs> but, uh, and I am focusing on the road, I promise. But came to me almost, I know it sounds a little bit corny, but I, I swore I heard a seed to orchard and uh, I didn't really know what it was for. Didn't have any intentions of growing or starting a business. Thought it would be a great business name. It really describes a lot of my experience and my knowledge in sales of growing things from seed to orchard, right? That's the sales process. Mm-hmm. And then when my business did come, um, you know, a lot happen, right? You grow your, if you grow your profits from um, seed to orchard, and you sell more and you spend less, you cannot tend an orchard with your own two hands. So mm-hmm. early in my business days, I remember, and it was probably six or seven years ago, in my really early days of consulting, I remember sitting in my car and feeling that yucky O word, that that overwhelm word. There's a couple of good O words in in our world that I love a lot of, but. But that one was not one. And so I decided I made this decision to really take that word out of my vocabulary, to not say that about myself anymore. And I did this meditation and it came to me that my, so it started with a cup, you know, because everyone says your cup is overflowing, right? You know, and it came with this, this chalice of this cup and It was overflowing with blessings and I just kept expanding it to a big, beautiful punch bowl and then to a big giant swimming pool and then to all the oceans of the world and then to all the universes that are in existence. And I said, okay, all my resources, the people and the financial resources I need in order to achieve what's in front of me are available to me and abundantly flowing for me. And for me, that meditation saved myself a wonderful peace would wash over me. And that yucky, not icky feeling in your stomach you get when you feel the O word mm-hmm. just melted away. And I was like, okay, I, I, this can be done. It wasn't an, I can do this. It's this can be done with the resources that I need to face the tasks in front of me. And the universe is going to send those resources to me, be it in people or money 
or knowledge or whatever I needed to achieve that. And so as I started working through as a sales and marketing consultant and also doing social media training, which we still do all those things and all my speaking and things, people kept coming back to me. And um, right the, the July before the pandemic for one solid week um, in July, I got 10 times the same question. And the question was, Jessica, everything you teach me, everything um, I've learned from you, or um, I see you everywhere. How are you doing this? I'm I'm feeling the O word so much. And everyone wanted to know how I did it. And the truth of the matter was I didn't. At that point in my company, I had about a dozen people working just for me, just to take care of the things our company needed. And they were virtual assistants from all over the world that I had nurtured a relationship and worked with and had them doing all the things that I knew I didn't want to do. I'm the Italian mother of seven. I've been speaking nationally for 25 years and internationally for four. And I know a lot about sales and what has to be done and the follow-up of the sales and those micro tasks that have to be managed. But I also, I'm very hardworking and loyal and dedicated and just a long list of great things about me. Yes. But most importantly, I decided at this point in my life, I wanted the option to be lazy. and to have that option to say it's the middle of the week. It's a Wednesday. I've been to six networking things virtually. I'm now with my family and having dinner and walking by the water and playing Yahtzee. And guess what? Every one of those people I went to network with is getting followed up on. They're all their information is getting organized into a spreadsheet. They're getting their LinkedIn invitation to connect with me. They're getting their email, thanking them, sending my calendar link, telling them about how we could collaborate if they're open to that. Right. All why I play Yahtzee. That thrilled me. And so when I made that happen, I thought, everybody needs this. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs this. And so I think that is the journey I went through to add this new division to our company about three years ago um, when we did. So, so cool. Yeah, I agree. Everyone needs that because I can tell you how many thousands of networking events I've been to and how very few people follow up. <laughs> very few people follow (laughs) we book the time to attend it but we don't book the time to do the other stuff because nobody wants to do it right and then just move right on to the next thing and to the next thing and to the next thing and And before you know it you forgot all about that yeah exactly and when you especially when you're on a call with someone and you're like oh that was a really great connection i want to follow up with that person and then two days later you've totally forgotten about them and moved on (laughs) that's that's not good so Mm -hmm. jessica that's not the only thing that you guys do uh, is like help people support them with like a a follow-up system there's other things that you guys can sort of support our entrepreneurs with as well right yeah we find that we do a lot of things um everything from building social media and um, scheduling and posting it, editing videos, adding things to YouTube, adding the tags and the descriptions, writing articles and blogs, creating landing pages and funnels and newsletters, and uh, even some website creation. We're not going to do a big fancy website. I'm going to refer you out to someone that mm-hmm. you need some sort of octopus of a site. But we've done some really basic um, sites that are really supporting our clients well, including e-commerce and you know checkout and all of that too. And um, some of our clients come to us with websites and we just make an update or add a program or, you know, those kinds of things. Just all the stuff that they, um, again, don't want to do, manage their their calendars, send, even send out invoices for them. I've even done, you know, tracking on um, proper uh, financial accounting and bookkeeping stuff to tag things appropriately to get them ready for taxes and 
I mean, that's not like our skill set or high level. Don't don't, don't come to us for that. But we've had clients really, we just try to really work like a custom boutique and really listen to our customer. And if they, if we can learn to do it or they can train us to do it, or I can hire a skill set to do it, whatever the challenges that they're facing, we try to be the solution. Um, you know, and I, and I come with all transparency of the, oh, we've never done that before. We haven't tried that yet. You want us to try that together? Would you, are you open for that? And they're like, yeah, I'm all in. Let's go. And, yeah. <laughs> and we're out together. And it's kind of this really beautiful, beautiful thing that I don't think you can get everywhere. No. And I think that people must feel like such a sense of relief when they find you guys there and you can help them with the things that are seem kind of random, but like, are really sticking points or especially technology and making people just want to pull their hair out and want to quit. Um, and I've seen so many people do that <laughs> over, over small things uh, that could be easily, like easily supported. They could be easily supported with yeah. uh, a team to help them do that. So one of the things I've also seen happen um, in the entrepreneurial space is so we get all excited and we go and hire a team or hire someone to help us. And then we don't know what to do with that person. <laughs> we don't know how to manage that relationship or how to, how does that work? Is that something that you help guys out, help entrepreneurs with too? And share with us the best ways to go about working with a team. <laughs> yeah. So that is actually a real thing. Um, when I first started the consulting firm, I had a couple people find me. They're like, I have a small team. I have the tiger by the tail. I don't know what to do with it. Now what? And um, I was actually literally paid my hourly consulting fee, which is not small, um, just to work with the team they already had in existence and that client and get some direction and clarity on what are the best ways to use um, that team's time and what's the best return on investment for it. And one of the formulas I have. So with our company, when you onboard with us, there's a lead person and a support person. And in that big onboarding call, which takes about an hour and a half to two hours, we really identify and get a clear picture, of, especially the, where we start, right? Because, of course, this can grow into whatever it needs to be for the client. But where are the, what are the three tasks that we're going to tackle first that are going to uh, really be the best use of your time. And so I ask uh, our clients in the onboarding call every time this question, what makes you the most money in your company? Not just what makes you the most money, but also what brings you the most joy mm-hmm. and is easiest for you to deliver to your That's customers. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. So those three, that is a powerful three combination. When you can identify in your company what brings you the most joy, what makes you the most money, and what is easiest for you to deliver to your customers, then you have something that's really, really powerful. And when we identify that with the customer, then we say, okay, what are the micro tasks in the background that lead to a customer and a sale like that of your services? Mm-hmm. And so then we start to figure out, well, how can the team do those for you? Um, so I always say, try to do one third of the time you're paying um, a virtual assistant with money-making actions that are those micro tasks in the background that are going to lead to that solution. Then the other third is social media because we need to be there. We need to be consistent. Um, it is it is what it is. It won't necessarily make you direct sales, but it it does um, affect your brand and it does have a component that does participate in your sales. And it can actually make you some direct sales in some cases. And then finally, admin-y things. You know, and sometimes those admin-y things are things that lead you to money. Like one of the very first things I outsourced was invoicing. I am totally open to money. I have no money blocks. Windows, doors open, opportunity, money can come in any, any time. 
But you know what I found out about myself was I was totally blocked by the desire to never, ever have to write an invoice. I didn't like writing invoices. So guess what happens when you don't invoice your customers? You, don't you know, <laughs> people don't just wake up and go, hmm, I think I'm going to mail Jessica money today because I like her. I wish they did. That's okay with me if you decide to. But, um, you know, you need to send an invoice. And so when I got that off my plate and was able to outsource that, guess what happened? My regular steady revenue of income started just showing up like magic <laughs> because invoices are going out on the regular. Amazing. <laughs> so that was an admin task, but it had money-making action implications. So you just think about those three categories, really, as you're deciding to outsource and you're thinking about tasks that you want. Um, a team to do for you. Yeah. And um, that that's really helpful. That's awesome. Uh, what are a couple of mistakes you're seeing people do uh, when it comes to like bringing on, uh, getting someone to outsource some tasks? Two, two things, two main, really, really important things. One, learn how to download all your stuff. Okay. The FBI is hackable. You are not immune. Uh, even if you hire the best humans on the planet, um, they could be hacked by accident. They could be a good soul. Nothing was, they didn't do anything malicious. Their stuff got hacked, which is clicked to your stuff and stuff happens. Um, so don't be a devastated victim. Be one that just has their knees skinned. And what I mean by that is if you've backed up and downloaded your things and you put them in a virtual cloud and an external hard drive, then you can recover from whatever has occurred. I hope it never occurs to any of you or any of us. But at least back your stuff up. I, I onboard new clients all the time. And physically, my stomach hurts when they say, oh, I didn't know you could back up your email. Oh, back up Canva? I've got 10 years of Canva graphics on here. I never backed up my Canva. You can do that? Oh, Jessica, oh, I think I'm one of those people. <laughs> I have 5,000 followers in my Facebook group. And all of our programs go through there. You can back up Facebook and LinkedIn. Yes, you can back up all the things and you don't own any of those platforms and you better back up all those things because you don't own any of those platforms. So you need yeah. to own your content, your data, your relationships. You need to hold ownership of that. The only way to do that is to back it up properly. The second thing that is the biggest mistake is bless their hearts. People think that outsourcing is a magic wand and they're going to wake up and all the little elves have going to make the really cute shoes and they're going to come down and go, oh, this is great. Give me my coffee. I'm good. The day is over. I can just do my business thing and smile at people at networking events. No, um, you need to properly train them. There needs to be really, really clear communication. They, they, If you tell them, I don't like the graphics you made me, they're boring. What does that mean? Boring to me is interesting to someone else. I am just going to tell you that, you know, and and sometimes the fascinating thing I've found in working with both clients and team is the client didn't really know what they didn't like about it. It took a while to figure out and go through the things. Is it the font? This is the font that hooks to your brand. But is it the font that you don't like? Is it the color? No, it happens to be those faded polka dots in the background. But nobody knew that. And neither did the client truly until we identified it. Okay, no more polka dots. We got it. Nothing round, no circles. We're going to go all lines and square. That seems to be what appeals to your brain. But you, they didn't even know, you know. So right. really good communication is important. When you train someone who the, the English is their second language, especially, and sometimes their English is better than mine and they correct my grammar, I'm just going to tell you. They're brilliant people. But when you train someone like that, you need to show them um, click by click. 
in a video with them live on with you is better. And then hand them the mouse and say, okay, now you do five of those or 10 of those. And I'm just going to watch. And if you need me, I'm here. And we're going to, if there's something comes up different than what I showed you, because that happens when you do tasks, it doesn't happen the same every single time. Oh, when we come into that instance, this is what you're going to do. Or when you see this, this is how we're going to handle it. And then that person gets confidence and comfortable and can do this task with you in a way that you're not frustrated and they're not frustrated. And they have that video training to go back to and look at later. And you have it when they win the lottery and decide never to be a VA again, you can hand it to the next person, you know, because they're human beings and life happens. I try to give all good life example happenings, but we all know things happen and people stop. You just get like, oh my God, they know me. They they know how I think. They can read my mind. Mm-hmm. And then life happens and they're doing something else that doesn't involve you anymore. And you have to be ready for that. And being ready for that is important. Also hiring in threes instead of one person. That's, I know that's three things, but always hire three people because you don't have to pay them full time. You can pay them by project. But if three people know you and you're comfortable with them and they know the things, if one person falls off because they've won the lottery, then you don't have to start from ground zero job interviewing and hiring and starting all over again, which also never happens if you're working with us because we have 70 plus VAs and multiple people know your project and multiple people are have their hands in it so that, you know, when that person wins a lottery and is no longer a VA, and they were working on your project, someone else can easily or more easily step in than if um, that hadn't been the, the case at all. So I think that's the other rookie mistake people do when they're trying to hire themselves. Right. You can't clone. You actually probably don't want to hire yourself. You want to hire someone that is much more organized than yourself. <laughs> when you're when you're doing the hiring yourself, yes. I mean, <laughs> directly managing and hiring and interviewing the VAs versus having an agency like me who does all the hiring training right. and you know we do the project managing kind of for you. Um, yeah. You're still involved. That's the other thing people you know realize that you've got to meet weekly with your team. You don't know them. How can they help you? Right. And that's so huge. That's what you guys, the service you guys offer is a huge piece of uh, some of the headaches I've seen, uh, a personal experience and some people have, other people I've seen had experience with too, is that the managing, the hiring, the the, um, training and all that. And then managing of the team too is a bit of a, it's a bit of a a tricky one, especially if you've never done it before. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, as you were saying, backing up everything, you know, I learned a lesson a few years ago where 13 and a half years of Facebook memories and business groups and clients and content on there disappeared uh, along with my Instagram account in a flash of a moment. And there was no possible way of getting back into it. And what I realized in that moment was, yeah, I can start a new Facebook account and start over again. But I didn't have access to any of those groups to get into them. I didn't have any of that content anywhere else. And it was just gone like that. So, yes. So I learned that one the hard way. And Mm -hmm. um, I don't recommend that anyone go that route. So back up everything. (laughs) But Canva, that was one I never thought about. Thank you for that tip. Because we have tons of stuff in Canva. And I never thought about backing up Canva at all. Yeah, well, and when you go in the backup of Canva, it's very important that you also set a reminder on your calendar because Canva tells you it's it's words, not mine. Mm-hmm. When you're back there and you're clicking the request to download, it may take them up to a week to get to you mm-hmm. and get that information. And 
often with these backups, if you don't back it up and download it right away when they send it, if you miss it, and then you try to do it a week later and you see it in your email, it's no longer any good. It like, oh, it like um, decrypts or whatever. And then they also tell you, and hey, by the way, if you haven't heard from us in a week, reach out to us at support. So set a reminder for yourself to a watch for this in a week and then remind them in a week because um, that they have seem to have a bit of a challenge with the, the backup piece um, on their platform. And they're very hackable. I have heard horror stories of people going into their Canva and everything is just gone, deleted because someone decided to be not a nice human hacked it and then it was empty and yikes and yucky but back up your stuff yeah that's scary especially for like agencies like mine where we manage a lot of other people's content in there too like holy smokes yes get 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 the backup going it's going (laughs) yeah the backup that's the first thing michelle's gonna do when she hangs up with you i was like well quick we got a backup camera backup camera everybody (laughs) phone call's coming right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> awesome well Jessica this has been fantastic and thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge with us and I know this is a pain point for so many entrepreneurs who try to go out there I know we all read the e-myth but Michael Gerber and you know you go out there being the technician and then all of a sudden you're the technician that wears 17 hats that you've got to do you know you you want you do you do your job because you love what you do and then you not realize that oh shoot that job comes with like all these other tasks that I'm not skilled at and that I'm not an expert at that now all of a sudden I'm responsible for doing in my business. And I know that is something that drives a hole in a lot of people's buckets that then it just leaks out and they have to give it in and start over again or, you know, find another, find another thing to uh, start a business around because it's just, it was too much. So that's amazing. Um, the support that you guys offer. Any last words for our listeners today? Um, let's see, you know, I, I want to say really dream big and don't worry about, um, how much work it's going to be or how much money it'll cost. Um, just really dream big and know that if you have a team that any dream is possible and you don't have to sacrifice kayaking or painting or sewing or family time or vacation time on the beach, uh, just to have that dream running itself, it can run on its own independently with the right systems, automation, and the right team outsourced to support you. So you can have both. Don't, don't, um, don't take less. Don't settle. Take both. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jessica, for being here, guys. Make sure you connect with Jessica. Jessica, do you have a website or somewhere you want people to connect with you on? Yeah, absolutely. We have Jessica L. Koch Consulting. So J-E-S-S-I-C-A, the letter L like Lynn, which is my middle name. And our last name is Koch, K-O-C-H.com. Awesome. Thanks, Jessica. Have a great rest of your day. Amplify you, family. Make sure you go check out Jessica's work and uh, go subscribe to her podcast too. Have a listen and uh, join us at Potapalooza next time while you could be interviewed by Jessica. It's August 9th coming up and we'll see you then. Take care, everyone. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. 
Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.